What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to the Marriage is Wealth podcast. Uh, we are taking a slight detour. Uh, Philip is our host normally, but we want to go ahead and do the seven day challenge, uh, myself and Tia. So we are taking a slight detour and hosting, but um, you know, Philip will be back hosting it just like normal once the challenge is over. So uh, thank you for everybody who's here. We have a lot of information to share as we go through these different days and these different topics. So we're hoping that you will, this will impact you. Actually, we know it will, but we're hoping that you receive it so it will impact you. Yes, yes. Um, so we'd like to introduce ourselves for those of you who do not know us. We are the co-founders of Marriage as Wealth and all of its subsidiaries underneath the umbrella of Marriage as Wealth. And we are the DeShazers. So I am Tia DeShazer and this is my amazing and wonderful husband. D. Yeah, D. DeShazer. <laughs> D. Um, so, yeah, so we're, this is the seven day challenge is uh, we tailor the points to uh, pretty much come together and uh, make a create a mental path, I guess, of understanding in your mind in regards to your relationship with your spouse. So uh, I can encourage I encourage you to take notes if you have pen and paper. It's always good to write it down to. Um, but if not, this will always be here for you available to listen to uh, in archive. So you can always go back and listen to these uh, different. But the reason why I say take notes is because there may be a part within the uh, episode that you may like that you know it may be a lot easier for you to have it written down than try to find it so consider that yes and also too um if you have not done so already please check out our instagram at marriage is wealth um you can also click the link in our bio on that instagram page to find all of the resources as well as the link to get back into this challenge and get all of the resources and any of the um interactive guides that we will be attaching to make this easier for you to understand awesome so this is day one in the seven day marriage challenge uh, the seven day refresh marriage challenge um so the first question uh you know the first thing that we want to talk about today is uh what's stopping you from getting help right right because the hardest thing about you know marital education is that people don't usually get help until it's kind of like the last minute like or it's too late right like oh i want to get a divorce okay let's try counseling first you know um but there's really no gap or there is a huge gap i'm sorry between um your marriage and that point of divorce where people usually leave out that education that usually is supposed to happen in the middle that stops you from getting a divorce yeah yeah and the reason why i say too late is because there's been multiple times with clients possible clients that we had where uh <laughs> the the one spouse would find the coaching but the other one would be done at that point and they would tell me they say hey they're done um but i really want to do this and i'm like okay well you do you think you can get them on they'd be like i think so and for some strange reason which i know what it is they never make it to the the, the consultation right you right. know um and you know that's it's so <clears throat> this really has a lot to do with what's stopping you from getting help you know and i'm not saying help until this is the last minute. You know, I'm saying help when you find that there's a struggle or a situation you're going through, mm -hmm. whether you're lacking communication, um, you're having a few arguments uh, more than often here or there, even if you have a hard time communicating to your children as, as, as a, as a uh, unit, you and your spouse, you know, because you will tell you, our children, 
will try to, you know, they'll try yeah. to get one past us by going to one parent, ask them a question, and going to the other. And then now we're arguing because, you know, <laughs> our kids just played us. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we, yeah. So, you know, so I want you to think about that. What's stopping you from getting help? And like I said, help, assistance, whatever you want to call it, uh, it's, it's more than just uh, saying that, you know, allowing yourself to feel too vulnerable where you're just admitting that you're wrong about something or admitting, admitting that your marriage uh, isn't where you want it to be. No, um, it's more than that. Um, if you haven't reached a point of chaos in your relationship, then help looks like, um, you know, accountability, you know. Uh, so we could talk about that. What, what, what if what, uh, prevents someone from getting help when they're okay, right? And then the other half of it is when you are going through stuff and you're, you're not getting counseling or you're not really doing the research to figure out what is out there for you if it's not something you can afford. You know, so let's talk about that stuff. Um, <clears throat> in regards to before things get bad, um, you know, one of the biggest, biggest things that we stress is um, joining, being a part of a community. Right. Having other married couples that you're around. Right. And this could be a small community or a large community. But you definitely want to surround yourself with people um, who have, you know, a similar mindset or at least a better mindset, you know, than you currently have that can kind of pull you out of that ditch. Because, I mean, there's a saying, and this can be in relation to, like, finances, right? They say that your net worth is the equivalent to your top five friends or the average of your top five friends so if all of your friends are making six figures there's a high probability that you probably you know make six figures yourself or seven figures or eight figures you know your your net worth is equivalent to the top five people you hang around so it's the same thing in marriage if you're hanging around a ton of people who have a negative view on marriage are not married or who are married but don't really put forth the effort to better their marriage or to invest in education in their marriage, then you probably won't be willing to do, you know, the same either. Right. So you definitely want to surround yourself with people who are going to push you and your spouse, who are going to care about both of you, you know, to, to force you to go to that next level. Yeah. And make you feel uncomfortable at times, too. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's easier to hang out with another married man, husband's. Uh, you know, when you're out because you guys are both married. So no one's going to be, you know, looking at other women or encouraging that. Uh, and if they do, then, you, you know, they, they either need to exit the circle, you know, or you need to exit the circle. But the whole point of accountability is to keep your mind mm -hmm. straight. You know what I'm saying? If you're out, you know, there's a few friends that I hang out with who are single. I don't hang out with a lot of single friends, but the reason why I do hang out with these particular friends is because they're not really running everywhere, chasing women, you know, um, typically it's about our business. Right. But at the same time, I don't hang out with a lot of single friends just because we have two different agendas. My agenda, agenda is my family and whatever, you know, I need to uh, be for them, with, whether it's present, you know, uh, that's my agenda. Mm -hmm. Other people, you know, who are single, their agendas is different, you know, so... Is definitely want to make sure that you're in a community that's what we're stressing the biggest thing that you're a part of a community because worst case scenario is that if there is a moment where you fail, fall or you fall short or you know you're going through something then at least you have someone to turn to 
And one of my biggest beliefs is husbands are the leaders of the family. They're the ones that are really guiding the family. So that's why I created the husband circle. You know, it's a group of, it's accountability, men who are accountable for each other. None of those men are necessarily going through things where their marriage is in shambles or something. So now they're just looking for, you know, uh, they're looking for help. No, these men are saying to themselves, like, I like this brotherhood. I like being a part of some, you know, a community of other men who are married with the same mission as mine. Uh, because, like I said, if something were to happen, they know that we'll be there to pick them up. So right. that's the husband circle. That's what we have uh, for that in regards to help, meaning getting assistance or being a community. So this is before the relationship goes bad. Now, when it's going bad, this is where a lot of pride kicks in even more because one hand you don't want to necessarily make it seem like you don't your marriage is not good but the other hand your marriage not be be good and you don't want people to know but also too you don't you know you're not you're having too much pride where you're not willing to open up about it or you're just making excuses of oh i'm not gonna you know i don't have the money you know and this that and other so mm -hmm. that is that is the other half that is when your marriage is shaking Right. Um, yeah, because people tend to, I don't want to say make excuses, but they tend to um, see their problem right now um, without the solution. So, you know, like you said, he'll, people will always say like, oh, well, I don't have the money or, you know, I don't really have the time. And I'm like, you can't afford, you know, marriage coaching, which is, is completely understandable. But in the same token, you're basically saying that you can afford to stay the same. You know, you have to outweigh the cost. You know, there's an opportunity cost. Either I spend the money and I get the help or, you know, I at least, you know, seek wise counsel. You know, someone who's maybe been married for, you know, a decade or two. Um, or you can continue to stay down the same path and, one, either have a marriage that's worse, more worse off or, you know, you can end up being divorce which is far more expensive yeah. than any marriage coaching not even just our <clears throat> programs but just any marriage coaching in general I'm, i can guarantee you it's going to be cheaper yeah. than Especially divorce kids um, yeah because divorce is is costly yeah. financially and spiritually yeah. you know it's very costly you know and you know that that's important to understand as well is just that um oh man i lost my train of thought <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. So that's important to know as well. You know, one of the biggest things that we see um, in regards to what we offer as coaching, right? We do these counsel free consultations. We don't charge for it. And I had this one client call me. She said, hey, I'm looking for help. And I said, OK, cool. Um, what's you know, I like to ask, is, what's the problem? You know, is there any abuse? Um, that's the first thing I like to ask, just because we don't deal with abuse as coaches. We always refer um, so they'll tell me no, whatever. And she was just saying, um, I just really need the help. I said, okay, cool. Well, mm -hmm. let's schedule a consultation. There's no charge. We just want to get to know you and your spouse and, you know, let us know what's going on. Uh, just, you know, kind of see if, you know, we're a good fit. And she was saying, well, how much does it cost? I said, well, I mean, typically depending on what the situation is financially, we will tailor something to you that works with you. Right. Um, because we still want to help It's you know, it's not about the money for us. Right. So. We'll just set up a consultation and then we'll go for there. Okay, well, I need to know the cost. I'm like, okay. Um, again, you know, I understand that and we can make sure we at least take the first step in having a conversation, figure out what needs to be done. Okay, well, she said, okay, well, I'll think about it. 
you know, because I, I just I don't know. I just need to know the cost. I don't have money right now. I'm just like, OK, here's what I want to say. You know, it's like that saying that that um, <laughs> funny little story about this guy stuck in the island. He said he prayed for God to come save him and a boat came and say, hey, you need help. He was like, no, my God's going to save me. Something else came. I forget the story. But the point is, like, help is not always it doesn't look the way that you think May it will think, look right, every time. Yeah. It doesn't. It could be someone in a grocery store, this little old lady just randomly prophesizing over your life and say, hey, hey, sweetie, I don't know what's going on. I'm not talking like that. <laughs> but, yeah, sweetie, I, I don't know what's going on, but I just I just felt the Lord wanted me to tell you, mm -hmm. just keep going, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> but because you're not sitting in a counseling room, now you're just like, oh, this is not what I want. No, help looks different. Mm -hmm. So if someone's offering free or someone's saying, you know, let me sit down and talk to you, like, don't sit here and, and stress about the price and stuff like that because you never know what someone's going to do to work right, you know yeah. to help you don't know how god's gonna move you may end up being in that session and one thing is said that just fix your marriage you know right, and so exactly. that's my biggest thing is like we have to realize that help looks different it in does. different situations don't expect to think it's going to come the way you want it to think or the way you expect it to come you know mm -hmm. yeah because people you know oftentimes will you know they'll they always say that they pray for a sign, you know, from God. And, you know, then when they get the sign and it's not this grandiose, you are going to save your marriage. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Then they're like, oh, well, maybe this is not God speaking to me. But sometimes God speaks to you and it may be a word. Mm -hmm. You know, he may just say, be still. You know, um, I remember when, uh, you know, when we were going through issues in our marriage, the word that God basically, you know, told me was, was, was stay strong. I will fix it. And I'm looking at like, how, you know, but those few words was enough for me to say, okay, I, I'm, I'm leaning onto your understanding and not my own. And, and I'm going to trust that. So people always, you know, take for granted the opportunities that, you know, are afforded to them because the truth of the matter is people only want to get help when it fits their agenda, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I, I hate to be blunt and I hate to say it like that, but sometimes you just kind of want someone to pity you and you want someone to vent to you and someone to be on your side. But when it comes to fixing your marriage, you want someone who's going to tell you the truth, you know, even if it doesn't fit your agenda and, you know, oh, I'm a strong woman and, you know, my, he's not going to do this or I can't deal with her doing this and, you know, we don't want to fit your agenda. We want to fit your marriage. You know, yeah. we want to fix your marriage, at least yeah. help you get to the right point. So, you know, those are definitely some of the reasons what stops you from getting help. Yeah, mine's came a lot different. You know, I didn't expect mine. You know, I had an old friend of mine contact me. He used to, uh, we used to go to church together. And he had contacted me because he initially wanted to ask me to help out with his church. And so within that meeting when we met up, he was just saying, you know, how's your wife? And that was, I told him I was married when we had made the initial call like a week prior. Mm -hmm. And I pretty much told him, oh, we're getting divorced. Typically, I would be like, oh, it's bad. You know, try to like get someone help. But at that point, I just gave up. I was like, we're getting divorced. I wouldn't even think anything of it. And he didn't have, he wasn't having it. He was just like, no, I, I don't, you know, why? I said, why? Because I want to, you know. Right. I, and he didn't even know me, just so you yeah, guys he know. know. He did yeah. not know me. And so he was just like, yeah, I want you to hold that thought. And I said, okay, you know, and he was like, what does, you know, what does God say about divorce? And I was like, I don't, I mean, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, frankly, I didn't care either. 
And so he was just like, I want you to, you know, I want you to look in the Bible and I want you to read about what God says divorce once you're married, Mm -hmm. you know. And here's the thing about that, too, connecting it to a deeper idea, right? It's not so much what he he told me that helped, it's what he prompted me. Because Mm -hmm. me reading the Bible and looking at these different things changed my perspective of the Mm -hmm. situation. You know, it went from me finding a very good reason to leave the marriage to thinking to myself, I think it's more of a problem if I leave versus if I stay. Right. And like I said, you know, I you know, I think differently. So, you know, I'm always a deep thinker anyway. So, you know, it wasn't about me just listening to what he says. I always want to take an opportunity to find the meaning of everything, you know, because it's not just what is in front of us that is, you know, that's defined by anything. It's, it's what we, uh, information we receive from it or around it, you know. And so the information I received around that was not necessarily him being assertive and saying, you need to fix your marriage or you need to look at this. But it was him prompting me. I'm just trying to <laughs> I was trying not to get a hard piece so it doesn't hit the mic. But, uh, for it was him prompting me mm-hmm. right to read the Bible, which I haven't I didn't read for a while um, that starts shifting some things in my mind. You right. know, so it's different from being me being told versus being prompted. Look for that prompt because, like I said, that push sometimes gives you a realization, mm-hmm. you know, different from what you believe. Right, you know? right. Yeah, so um, some of the other reasons why people, I guess, uh, stop them from getting help is that they feel like there is no hope because they're kind of in that rock bottom place. Mm-hmm. And I think that stops a lot of people um you know, from getting help is they're kind of in that negative mindset of thinking, you know, well, what if this doesn't work? What if I spend the money and it does not work? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's kind of one of the scariest places to be is at that place where you're kind of at the bottom and you feel like there's no hope in that you may spend thousands of dollars and then still end up having to spend another thousands of dollars to, you know, get a divorce if, if the counseling or the coaching doesn't work. Yeah. And it's a shame, you know, I mean, I, it's it's a shame that you have to pay for, it, you know, um, something uh, that you need. But I mean, then that's the beautiful part about what we teach, too, is if you work it right, mm-hmm. you never have to be in that position where you're trying to look in your pocket to see if you can afford something that you really need in that moment because it's going bad. Like there is a way to work around that stuff. Oh, yeah. And that's why we always try to prompt people right to get into our community um, be around other married people, taking as much information you can from us that we offer for free, um, but then taking information too, reading books, you know, watching YouTube videos, whatever they may look like, mm-hmm. you know, um, that that's what it's all about. So yeah, this this episode, uh, it's you know really just kind of like a uh, more casual, just because uh, this is something I'm very passionate about because mm-hmm. I see a lot of people just are not getting the help. Yeah. And they're convincing themselves and I mean convincing. Like when mm-hmm. I say convincing, I mean like like there's two sides of of your reality, right? One where you just really believe that this is the right decision to leave the marriage. Like and you I mean you could think of a million reasons why and it just seems so right. You may even have some people in your ear being like, "Yeah, it's probably best." Right? But right. then there's other reality that really still exists, right? That's like maybe you're not looking at the fact that you're going to destroy your kids in the process, right? Because it's going to hurt them. Maybe you're not looking at the fact that you don't understand the psychological. If you've been divorced 
you know, right? You don't know the psychological, some people don't know the psychological damage that it caused mm-hmm. to a person, you know? So it's right. all about how you look at it. And so those two realities literally just takes a shift in your thinking. Right. That's true. Look outside of what you're doing and look out, look at what is being affected right. for starters, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I've been there multiple times every year. It just seemed like I was just trying to get out because whether I didn't feel like I was good enough, I'm a avid like believer. Like I'm, I'm an example of, I believe one moment that the marriage should end and the other side where I'm just looking at myself, how did I think that that was the best option? Like, right. You know, yeah. so it's that powerful. Yeah. Because like, you know, in those times where he would get like that, I would just be like, okay. Um, and it wasn't that like I was naive and I'm just like, you know, taking him back and taking him back and taking him back. You know, every time it, you know, we would get to that rough spot in our marriage and, you know, it'd be the contemplation of, you know, separating or divorcing, you know, I would always go to my prayer room and, you know, and, and seriously meditate on it and say, you know, God, what is the, the lesson in this one? And each time that we almost got divorced, you know, it, it made us stronger. And, you know, it was kind of like we were in this like cycle of, you know, we'd be okay for six or seven months. And then, you know, we'd hit a rough patch and then, you know, we'd fix it. And then, you know, it was like a, it was a very dangerous cycle, you know, to be in. And, um, you know, now we look at it and we're like, wow, all those little things that we dealt with, you know, were to make us stronger, you know, to make us better, to make us more equipped to, you know, help people and, you know, be able to attest to many different marital situations. You know, there's been so many times where couples are like, oh, well. You know, I don't think you guys can help us because we're really messed up. And I'm like, okay, try us. You know, <laughs> you yeah, try we're me, not going to be helping you if you just decide that you don't want to be married anymore. I mean, we're not going to yeah, we're not sitting I, here with a gun to your head saying you're going to keep this promise. Like, right? Yeah. <laughs> Even we've had couples who paid us and and still, still didn't commit yeah. to you know their sessions. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then get upset when they miss like three weeks. It's like, I mean, yeah. You know, like, so I, I know. yeah. It's you know, and we wouldn't be a coach if we didn't. Lay it out on the table like that, you know. Right, so, yeah. so uh, yeah. So this is this was uh, very important for us to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to know more about our story, uh, we have a podcast called uh, Perfect Marriage Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was before Mountain Marriage, our coaching before marriage as well, before everything. It was like podcast was the first thing that we yeah. did, and that was the that's we talked about our story. Right. Uh, but uh, we did want to take a second and have this discussion. And look, if you are going through something, please just reach out. Just get the free consultation. It don't even have to be us. There's a lot of people out there doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We just, yeah. you know, different people do it differently, you know. And But, you know, you can reach out to us. Uh, we are very uh, uh, called, I want to say, when it comes to this. Uh, we're very specific about our roles and how we actually work with clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way we work with clients allows for the marriage to get fixed. So definitely don't wait. Uh, call, even if you think it's too late, just do that first consultation because worst case scenario, I'll be honest with you, at least you can talk to one of us and we can get your head on straight right, for the yeah. journey ahead regardless of what happens. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, we yeah we work with people who are kind of at their end and you know um, help them with their transition as well, even if it's not something that they wanted to do. You know, so... 
Because um, we're also life coaches. So Right, yeah. That's, so that's, we help with transitions <laughs> in life as well. Um, you know, not that kind of transition, like transitioning no. ahead. <laughs> but no. like, you know, life transitions, like, you know, going into a new season in your life, um, you know, conquering new goals. We do, you know, help couples with that as well and individuals. Um, but yeah, so I want to let someone know, you know, there may be someone watching that needs or listening that needs to hear this just because you think you're at rock bottom doesn't mean that there is no hope marriage is like cars you know they're beautiful they're shiny you know they come with so many different parts and if one of those parts isn't working you know if the oil is low or you know you can relate that to the intimacy you know if those things are low you know you're gonna have some issues and it's not gonna work you know as smoothly but as soon as you get that oil change you know, you start feeling that little kick again. You know, mm-hmm. like we just got our Mustang fixed a couple of days ago. And we we're like speeding a little bit because, <laughs> because yeah, it felt so good to ride smooth again because we had been prolonging getting the car fixed. But when we finally got it fixed, I mean, we were zooming through the uh, Staples parking lot because it just felt so good to have, you know. I was zooming through the <laughs> Well, he was Staples zooming. And I was lot. sitting there and I was just like. <laughs> but, uh. You know, it's the same thing like a car. If you don't put in that routine maintenance, it will not work. And sometimes you go so long without maintenance that your transmission goes out. And it's a very, very expensive fix. Mm -hmm. So you can either choose to sell the car and get a new car with a whole new set of problems or an expensive car note. Or you can choose to put that money into that vehicle and get it working again you know so the choice is yours but you have to stop getting in your own way from not even just getting help but just being around people who are gonna have your best interest at heart for your marriage amen to that so um but we help with that like i said just come to us all you got to do is Mm -hmm. bring you and your spouse come to us yeah uh listen to what we say and we, because if, come on, think about it. We got it ourselves out of our marriage. We we can help, like, and there's a lot. Like I said, go, you go watch that episode, see everything we went through. We went through a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we can help and guide someone else, too. So, um, yeah, so definitely contact us. Don't be afraid to do that. At least get that consultation. And uh, we also have a lot of free resources, too, if it's a money issue. So, um, so yeah. Right, yeah. Because you never know. We may have scholarships available um, oh, yeah. for our, our online university. You know, you never know until you ask. Um, we do this as a business, but we also do it as a calling. And so, you know, just, just ask for help. You know, you can always text us. If you want to text us, that number is 770-373-4241. You can text any word to us. You can text help. You can text, hey, we love you. You can text anything to us and we will respond um to your your text messages yep sounds like it so yeah it's a great way to end it there uh tomorrow day two this is day one so day two we'll be talking about communication we're gonna get a little more deeper with that yeah just because it's such a huge issue in marriage is obviously or anything really anything in life uh, communicating whether it's your job your family your kids whatever mm-hmm. it's a big thing so we're gonna get into that Uh, for day two so make sure you tune in thank you again for being part of this first day and we got a lot more to go so enjoy the Mm -hmm. ride all right bye